Hi, my love. I hope you're enjoying Manifest Daily, whether this is your second or your 22nd episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you really love this show, I would appreciate it if you could do me a huge favor by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourself. And like I said, I would be super grateful for you to leave that five-star review. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this amazing and growing podcast community. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Welcome to Manifest Daily. I'm your host, Deandra Nicolette. For years, I played the role of the girl, the woman, the person that I was told I should be until I decided to wake up, step into my power as a co-creator of my reality and own the fact that I am an infinite energetic being living in a human form on this earth. In each episode, I share personal stories, wisdom, and insight related to manifestation, co-creation, the Akashic records, spiritual laws, and so much more. I'll chat with powerful thought leaders that I feel called to invite on the show and share their energy and words with you so that you can take the truths that feel aligned with you. I've spent so much time trying to do things the way that I felt I should have, but girl, (laughs) I am done with that. It's time to return to the person my soul chose to be, and honestly, it's time for you to do the same. Hi, my loves, and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing day and an amazing week as you guys tune in to this episode. So I'm super excited for this episode, y'all. Literally, oh my god, I I was trying to like force myself not to say that because I feel like I say that every single episode that I'm super excited. But y'all, I really am excited, okay? It's lit. We talking about goals today, baby, okay? We go get a, all right? <laughs> but I'm literally so excited for this one, you guys, because I think that this is so applicable for the time that we're in, considering that we're about to get to 2021, which is literally insane. Let's talk about that for a second. Hello, time. Who are you? Clearly, you're unknown. But we're about to be in 2021. And I feel like people always start thinking about their goals at like the January start date. It's like, okay, we're at the, the start line. Like now let's start thinking about our goals. Like now let's start thinking about our resolutions. And I want to challenge you guys to start thinking about this stuff like right now. Like instead of waiting for January to come around for you to like make your list of the things that you want to change about your life in 2021 or make a list about the things that you want to accomplish in 2021, start thinking about it now. I feel like it has such an amazing benefit when you start thinking about this stuff beforehand because now you can be a little bit more strategic. You can really sit down and like ask yourself, what do I want to have experience do in the next year? And I have already started to do this. I've kind of like... I haven't made a list yet, but I've started to like make a little list in my head, like just just thinking about the goals and stuff like that I have for 2021 and also doing a lot of reflection on 2020. And we're going to get into that in a little bit, like just sort of my method for setting goals, achieving goals, auditing, all that good stuff. But I really, like I said, I want to challenge you guys to start thinking about 2021 right now. And you don't have to do this or come from this um, with a sense of like anxiety and kind of like, a, oh my gosh, like the year's coming up. I need to figure my life out and get my shit together. Like right now, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying come from it from a place of like, instead of waiting, instead of procrastinating, right, on that specific task, start really asking yourself these important questions now so that when you get to January 2021, you have a really clear idea of 
of the attitude of the energy that you're going to approach that year with and you're coming correct okay that, that's that's all i'm saying baby just just come correct for 2021 Okay, but today's episode, we are talking all about goals. I asked you guys on Instagram if you wanted me to do an episode where I sort of outlined the method I use for setting my goals, why I do it, how I do it, all the things. And y'all was like, yes. Okay, y'all, it was like 100% yes. I loved it. I was living for it because usually in the polls, we have like one, two, three, four, five, you know, maybe three or four or five people who will answer like the no thing or answer like, uh, girl, no, I don't want to hear that. But all y'all said yes. So this is super exciting. And I'm just ready to dive in and just like outline for you guys. And some of this stuff may be stuff that you've heard before. But I 100% believe that it's not necessarily what you're hearing. But it's how you're hearing it, who is telling it to you, the timing that you hear it, right? Because sometimes it's like we'll have a friend or we'll have our parent or we'll have someone tell us something that maybe like we've heard before, but when they tell it to us at a certain time with a certain type of energy, it just hits different, right? So I'm hoping for you guys, this episode is that episode that hits different if you guys have heard some of this stuff before and it just hasn't like made sense or you just you just didn't like it before. So let's dive into it. In terms of goal setting, I think that understanding how to set really, really good goals is a skill. This is not something that we are taught. This is not something that a lot of people understand because when we think about goals, people will often, and I always use the the episode or not the episode, the example of weight loss because I feel like that's just one that's easily understood or even the examples around money. So sometimes people will have a goal like I want to lose weight. For example, I'll sometimes chat with my mom and she has that goal right now. She'll say like she wants to lose lose weight, that she's trying to lose weight, she'll kind of use that sort of rhetoric. Other times we'll have people who say, I want to save money, or I want to make money, or I want to make more money, I want to be rich, I want to whatever it is, right? People will have these goals. And they'll just say these things out loud. And there won't really be a lot of strategy behind the actual setting of the goal, right? And then, and then the action that comes after you set the goal. What I want to bring to you guys is this idea of setting SMART goals. This is something that it's not my original idea. This is something if you literally like look it up on the internet and search like Google SMART goals, you'll see a visual breakdown of this. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about, but obviously I'm going to, you know, outline it with words today. But SMART goals, basically SMART is like an acronym. So each letter has something it stands for. We're going to go through it right now. So S is for specific. M is for measurable. A is for achievable. R is for relevant or results-based or realistic. Um, and then T is for time-bound or time-based. So oftentimes when we set goals, a lot of people will either get very, um, they won't even get very specific. They'll be very general. So let's go back to the weight loss one. I think that's the most, the easiest one for us to kind of like tap into right now to understand. So with my mom's example, so she's like, I want to lose weight. Something like I want to lose weight or I'm going to lose weight, even if you say it with the, the, the different words and you change it from want to going to, or I am losing weight, all of these different 
outlines of the goal of losing weight is not very specific. When we talk about that goal, we want to get specific and specificity. Specificity is going to be, y'all, I just had to go pause and get some water because I feel like whenever I do these podcast episodes in the morning, my throat is like, Ooh, we, we are not awake yet. Uh, pause on all this communication. Anyways, like I was saying, specificity is really, really important when you're setting a goal, because as I've always said to you guys, if you don't have sort of an outline of where you're going, where you intend to go, where your actions are going to essentially like lead you down a certain path, you're just going to kind of aimlessly be doing things, right? And so getting specific with your goals is really, really important because this will allow you to sort of come back and figure out like, okay, am I close to this goal? Am I far away from this goal? Do I need to change my strategy in achieving this goal, right? So with the example of I want to lose weight or when my mom says I want to lose weight, right? What does that mean specifically? Because losing weight can be half a pound. Losing weight can be two pounds. Losing weight can be 20 pounds, right? And so if she says, I want to lose weight. And then the next day she gets on the scale and the scale is a half a pound lighter, then she has technically achieved that goal. But in order for her to really figure out where she is on sort of this line, right, of achieving the goal, is she close, is she, is she far away? Does she need to change her strategy? All that stuff, she needs to outline what the specific number is or what the specific goal around the weight loss is. So that would be in this example or a good example of this would be, I want to lose 10 pounds, right? So that's specific. Again, specificity also can sometimes touch into the measurable piece. And again, going into the, the weight loss example that we're doing, the measurable piece is that 10 pounds because now we have something that's not only specific, but it's also something that we can measure. If on day three, she's lost one pound, she can say, okay, I am nine pounds away from meeting my goal. If on day 23, she's lost five pounds, she can now say I'm five pounds away from meeting my goal. It's something that can be measured. It's something that can be tracked. It's something that we can look at to really see where we are in terms of our progress with this goal. Achievable. Now, achievable is one that sometimes I sort of, you know, I, I go back and forth with this one, but in the general scope of goal setting, when you set a goal, you want to make sure that it's something that is achievable, attainable, something that's a stretch without being completely unrealistic. And so when I say this, this for example, is saying, um, going back to the weight loss example, my mom was like, I want to lose 100 pounds in a month. That is not really achievable. That's not attainable. That's just, it's not safe. Okay. It is not safe. Um, when we set goals, we oftentimes can, I think there's like a quote, it's like you underestimate or you overestimate what you can do in like a month. I'm totally like butchering this quote, but you overestimate what you can do in like a month and you underestimate what you can do in like a year. Essentially the idea is that we overestimate what we can do in a short period of time while underestimating what we can do in a longer period of time. And so when we talk about achievable, attainable goals, we want to essentially create a goal that, like I said, it's a stretch for us, right? I don't want y'all setting goals for things that you know, like it, you definitely gonna do it. And if you don't do it, it's like, what? I want you guys to push yourselves to think outside the box a little bit, like stretch, reach a little bit, but at the same time, maintain that level of attainability, achievability, right? Each month, I, I sometimes differentiate between goals and manifestations because oftentimes when I talk about or when I think about that achievability piece, 
things that I want to manifest may not necessarily seem achievable or sometimes they may be the things that I'm not sure what I need to do or I can do all that I can, but the universe still needs to step in and help me to achieve something. And sometimes I'll kind of label those as manifestations, but I put them all together in like one big box and we'll talk about that in a second. But going back to our SMART acronym, so we have specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, right? Relevant. This one can also be reasonable, realistic, resource, results-based. So again, this is kind of fitting in with the achievable piece. And for me, when I think of relevant, I also always think about sort of my overarching goal, right? So if overarching, your overarching goal, say for my mom, it's something like she wants to overarchingly, oh my God, that, why did I phrase that that way? Say in general, her big goal is to be healthy, is to live a healthier lifestyle, right? So that isn't necessarily specific or measurable and things like that, but maybe that's overall in general. She has this idea of fitness, of a lifestyle, a healthier lifestyle. This specific goal of, I want to lose 10 pounds is going to be something where it fits in to that vision of a healthier lifestyle for her. It fits into and is relevant to that bigger picture for her. And lastly, you guys, the, the last piece of this is time-bound or time-based or time-limited, time-sensitive. Essentially, we want to put a goal date on this. And this is something where it's going to help to keep you sort of, again, in track with progress and helping you to track your progress. So basically, if, again, going back to my mom's goal of I want to lose 10 pounds, if she just says that, it's like, okay, when do you want to lose that 10 pounds, right? Because you could lose 10 pounds in 10 years and then you could say, I achieved that goal, but maybe that's not her thing. Maybe she's like, I want to lose 10 pounds in two months. So by setting this time limit on the goal, it allows you to better measure your progress. If halfway through her time goal or her time limit that she set for herself, she realizes that she's not halfway at the goal yet, it's sort of maybe a, a signal to her that, okay, maybe I need to change my strategy. Maybe I need to work a little bit harder. Maybe there's something I need to shift in order to make sure I can meet this goal by the end of the time period. So by putting a time limit on the goals, it's sort of like lighting that fire under your butt, putting a little you know, pep in your step to be like, okay, we have a time limit, we have a time that we want to achieve this goal, etc. Let's talk about setting goals and when I actually set my goals. So I love to do this system of setting monthly goals. And the reason I love to do this is because oftentimes, like I said, when we create these ideas of what we want to achieve in a year for let's say the new year when we do our resolutions and stuff like that sometimes we get to march and we cannot remember what the heck we said we was going to do this year okay it can be really hard especially when you're in like october november that you're like wait what were my resolutions again what were the things i said i was going to do so i love to set monthly goals because i feel like it's a long enough time period to allow me to kind of go through the ups and downs of achieving a goal while also giving me a short enough time period that at the end of the month i'm able to look back and audit what I did, how I did it, what I could change for the next time I want to achieve a goal within that sphere. And so I love this because at the end of the day, I think it's a really easy way to track my goals without getting very, very overwhelmed. And then what I also love to do is at the start of the year, when I create my yearly vision board and I write down things like my focus words, which I, I think I've talked about this in an episode before, but if not, I'm definitely going to have an episode coming up before 2021 hits where we talk about like focus words and manifestations and scripting for the new year. But whenever I do this 
practice at the start of a year and I really write down like what is my big picture for this year I always love to sort of make sure that any monthly goals I set are related to that bigger picture so again going back to the R and smart goals of being relevant being you know something that's actually related to my big picture so I think for you guys setting monthly goals will be a really really awesome practice to pick up because like I said it's just enough time where you have you know you can go through like the ups and downs of achieving a goal but it's also also long enough and short enough that you can really track your progress and not feel as if at the end of the month you're like wait what what was my thing again like what was I supposed to be doing like it's you can keep track of it really really easily at the start of every month I love to set my goals like I said to you guys so this usually happens on the first of the month or a lot of times what I'll do now is I'll think about it on the last day of the the previous month so say we're going into December, right? Obviously we're going into December. So the last day of November, what I will do is I'll audit my goals and I'll talk about that a little bit in the next section, but I'll audit my goals. And then I will also think about what I want to do for December. So based on my audit, I might adjust certain goals for December. I might completely make up new goals for December, but I'll make some goals for December and I'll write them down in my notes app on my phone. I actually recently got a notebook from TJ Maxx so I can physically write down my goals as well, because obviously we all know that putting pen to paper, scripting, writing things down is so, so, so powerful, but I love to just put them in the notes on my phone because oftentimes throughout the month, I'll go in and I'll check back. I'll just search like November or I'll search December rather. Um, and I'll look and I'll say, okay, December goals and manifestations. I'll sort of remind myself of what I said or what I set for my goal and just kind of like do, a, you know, check-ins on like, am I doing well? Do I need to change anything? Am I going, you know, am I basically being strategic enough to hit this goal? Like, will I hit this goal? Whenever I do my goals at the start of the month, I break them down into sections. So these are sections that work really well for me, my lifestyle, my overall big picture. But for you, you might actually set different like sections for your goals in this. So you may not even do sections at all. It's totally up to you. But I'll give you guys a breakdown of my sections now. I love to do wellness and fitness. Wellness and fitness is really, really big for me. I'm someone that I love to move my body. I love to essentially just get like, you know, movement in, take care of my body as much as I can. This is something that overall, it leads up into this bigger picture of me being very healthy, me having a healthy lifestyle. And so I take certain things and I do them every single month. And this is just an overall goal. So I have like my monthly goals that I like want to achieve. Like a lot of times, like things like, like my workout fit into this. So saying like, I want to work out four times a week this month, or um, when I got my juicer, I created goals around that. So I had goals like I wanted to drink a green juice in the morning three times a week. So that's how I was creating those goals and how I was like able to track those goals around wellness and fitness. Another goal that I have been including recently towards the end of this year has been books and learning. I've recently gone back to reading a lot of fiction books. I would oftentimes read a lot of nonfiction, spiritual, personal development books before uh, like 2020 or just like very early on in 2020. But now I'm reading a lot of fiction books that are like mysteries and thrillers and stuff like that. And it's just allowing me to really like return to a space where reading can be very, very much self-care. And I don't really have to think 
think too much. I'm just sort of enjoying a story that's being told to me. And so as I started to notice I was reading more books this year, I started to set these goals around my reading. So for example, I think last month I had a goal around reading four books in the month or five books in the month, something like that. So I'm setting these goals where they are a stretch and they are a push, but they're allowing me to, again, tap into that reading, tap into that learning, tap into that piece of self-care that I'm noticing I really love this month or I really love in the last couple of months this year. Another section of my goals has to do with income and career. So this is something that has sort of been a really, um, I don't even know, it, it's, it's kind of a hard one to set. And this is one that I kind of lump it into slightly that manifestation category. Like I told you guys earlier, I write my, um, my notes are always titled goals and manifestations. So it will be like December 2020 goals and manifestations because things like income and career, there's a lot that I can do on my end to create more flows of abundance, to land more clients, to do whatever. But at the end of the day, this is also something where I feel like the universe has to kind of come in and, and help me, right? So it's like, I can send out a ton of pitches. I can do a ton of like you know, networking or whatever that may be. But unless there's something sort of in the cards for a door to be open for me, oftentimes this one can fall flat. And with the incoming career goals, I don't necessarily chastise myself. And I don't do that with any of my goals in general, but I don't really chastise myself with the income and career goals because like I said, it, it's kind of like a manifestation. It's something where I'm doing a lot. I'm doing like, you know, my part, I'm putting in the work here, but I need the universe to meet me halfway. When it comes to the wellness and, and the books, it's like, yes, there are things that could possibly stop me from achieving these goals that are external circumstances, but for the most part, it truly is like, you know, mostly up to me to read a certain amount of books per month, or it truly is mostly up to me to get up and go to the gym. I did have a situation earlier this month where I sprained, like, I think it was like my trapezius muscle. So kind of like the one that goes from your neck down into your shoulders. And that was a situation where I sprained it so bad. I couldn't even like move my head side to side or up and down and I couldn't go to the gym. So that's a situation where I could like force myself to go to the gym, but it wouldn't be safe. It wouldn't be good. It just, it was, it wouldn't be like a good situation at all. So things like that are some of those external circumstances that come into play that may stop you from achieving something that in a regular setting would be 100% up to you, if that makes sense. So when it comes to income and career, I typically set goals either around like how much I want to make in the month or I'll set a goal around clients. Like I remember there were times when I'd be like, I, I remember there was this one time I like wrote, I'll land uh, one new client that would pay X amount by the end of the month and I ended up landing that client. Turns out that client wasn't a great client and it ended up being a relationship that didn't really last too long. But but I still achieved the goal of manifestation for that month. Or this month I actually set a, like I set a kind of random income goal around how much money I want to make per month. I won't even lie to you guys. It was a stretch for me. I put the number down. I remember thinking like, okay, I make like half of this with my freelance right now. And I was doing really good with my freelance. So I was like, I don't know how I'm going to like double this essentially. As you guys know, I mentioned it in the last episode. I also mentioned it in my vlog on YouTube. If you guys tune in there, I've kind of been vlogging. I haven't really mentioned it here because I always mention it and then I disappear from YouTube. But I have been vlogging on YouTube if you guys are interested. Just Deontre Nicolette on there. But um, I mentioned it in the episode and in the vlog that I got a new job. And so by 
getting that job, I've actually been able to meet and exceed that income goal that I set. So that was something where it was totally kind of random how it came about. Like that was a situation where I needed the universe to place me in a certain place, a certain time, a certain situation for me to see the opportunity. And then I received a nudge to apply because I wasn't going to apply at first. I really wasn't. And then I received a nudge to apply. And then that was sort of me, that was sort of like the universe putting me in front of a door and being like, here's a door. You can totally walk through it if you want to in terms of applying, in terms of like starting the ball on this. And I did, and I took that step through the door. I'll still put things down like an income goal where I can't necessarily, you know, do 100% of the work to make it happen, but I can do as much as I can to make that happen. And half of it is relying upon the universe or higher power to sort of help me fully achieve that goal, if that makes sense. So another goal I usually set is around manifest daily growth. This is another one that sometimes if I really think about it, I lump it into manifestations because at the end of the day, I can just do the absolute most. I can show up on IG like stories. I can post seven days a week I can still not grow as much in terms of followers or I can still have a launch that doesn't really meet my launch goal or whatever that the case may be it tends to be the more you show up the more it's correlated with growth so when I set manifest daily goals I usually also set goals around how much I want to show up so obviously with the podcast it's like I've really mastered I think the consistency with the podcast for the most part obviously last week you know we had a little fluke but I've mastered that for the most part but I will then go back and set other like mini goals around uh, growth that are related. I know that I also this month set a goal around my podcast downloads because there's this like number that we have been close to hitting in the month for like the last two months, but we've been like either like one week it was, or one month it was like five downloads off from the number. And then another month it was like a hundred off. So I'm like, we can hit this goal. It just requires me to kind of like do a little bit more, which I haven't really been doing this month. So there's that. But, but those are some goals I will set also around manifest daily growth. And then the last section is just other. So these are goals that, you know, typically they can fit into one of these other four sections, but maybe they're just a random goal that kind of doesn't fit into that section. So I don't know. It, that one will vary month to month. Oh, I'll give you guys another example of that one. I... So I actually host a mastermind with a couple of ladies that are all entrepreneurial. We're all, you know, just trying to take over the world, low-key. But so I set a goal around an event that I want to create for us. And I was just sort of like starting the ball on that and just kind of like getting that going. So that's a, an other goal because it technically doesn't really fit into income or books or manifest daily growth or wellness, but it does fit into my general sort of growth and evolution with these ladies in our mastermind. So let's talk about evaluation because that is a huge, huge, huge piece of goal setting, of breaking down your goals, of achieving your goals in the next month. So I love to evaluate or audit my goals at the end of each month. So like I said, if we're talking about November, I would do this at the end of November, on the last day of November. And that's also when I'm thinking about the goals that I want to set for December. And when I do my evaluation, I'm not necessarily just looking at it and being like, okay, did this, didn't do this, did this, didn't do this. I'm looking at it, yes, from that very shallow and 
just big picture perspective, but I'm also going a little bit deeper. I'm asking myself with each of these goals, if I did achieve it, why did I achieve it? What did I do? How did I show up? Did I push myself a certain way? Did I lean back and really like, you know, just kind of like relax and not force it? Like what was it that really helped me to achieve this goal? And for the goals that I didn't achieve, I asked myself the same thing, right? Did I not push myself hard enough? Did I push myself hard enough? And maybe this was one where the universe had to meet me and maybe, you know, timing was off and I wasn't meant to have that thing or do that thing in that month and it just didn't happen. So I really ask myself these like more deep questions when it comes to each goal to break down what happened and what didn't happen. And this allows me to sort of set my goals for the next month. So while I evaluate the goals for the last month, if there are goals that I did achieve and I blew it out the water, I say, okay, let's achieve or let's set a goal around this or around the same topic for the next month, but let's like make it a little bit bigger. Let's stretch, let's push. If I really find that with a certain goal, I hit it out of the park, like completely, like I know one of my book goals for one of the months was three books in the month. That month I read, I think I read like four. And so the next month I set a goal around five books because I was like, okay, clearly three was too small for that month. And I did that. And so it's really adjusting your next month's goals based on what happened in the previous month and really allowing yourself to push where you can and lean back where you need to. So with that being said, I also want to talk about the power of stretch goals. So I mentioned this again, as I talk about my evaluation, I also mentioned this at the start of the episode, when it comes to stretch goals, we really want to make sure that our goals are achievable. We want to make sure that we can, you know, like really see ourselves accomplishing this goal. I think that's a huge part of it is the visualization piece of you visualizing your goal, visualizing, achieving your goal. That's going to help get you through the month. But I also believe that a huge part of that is challenging yourself, pushing yourself for a stretch, pushing yourself to kind of go above and beyond where you can and where you feel like you need to. I do think that in a certain given month, I don't create like all stretch goals all month because that can oftentimes create a feeling of like you're being pulled really hard in many different directions. And oftentimes on months where I have made every single goal a stretch goal, I have fallen flat. I have really just burnt out and it's, you know, I may achieve those goals, but I also end the month feeling really tired, really burnt out. So oftentimes I'll do like a stretch goal in one or two areas. So if it's income one month, then the other months are a little bit more chill. Like this month, I had a really large income goal, but I also lean back in the book section. I also kind of lean back in the workout section, especially after what happened to my neck. I kind of allowed myself to lean back with that. So it really is just sort of like playing with it. It's kind of like a seesaw, kind of like leaning, you know, in some areas, allowing yourself to lean back in other areas to really make sure that you're pushing yourself each month in a certain given area for a certain given goal. Let's dive into some questions that you want to ask yourself when setting your monthly goals. This is going to kind of be the last piece of this episode because I really think that we outline goals really well. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, but I want to, again, finish off with some questions that you want to ask yourself as you're setting your monthly goals. So one huge question to ask yourself is what are some areas that I want to focus on in the next month? Again, this is something where at the very beginning, when you start using this method, maybe you're still trying to figure out like what your categories are. I, for the most part, narrowed my down because I noticed that every single month that I 
set goals, they typically fit into one of those categories. But for you, if you're starting this out, just ask yourself, like, what are some areas that I want to focus on? Maybe for you, it is wellness and it is fitness this month. Maybe for someone else, they want to focus on really tapping into self-care and really allowing themselves to do self-care activities because that's an area where they're struggling, where they're not really tapping into that. So ask yourself that question and come from a very objective perspective with it, right? Ask yourself to sort of look at this all objectively as an outsider looking in who kind of has more information on you. So kind of like your best friend, like what would your best friend tell you? Then you can also ask yourself, where do I feel stagnant in my life and how can I create a goal to push myself here? This is really important because we always on this podcast emphasize evolution. We emphasize growth. We emphasize really like, you know, always up leveling in some way. And this isn't to say that being stagnant for a certain period of time is bad. I think that there are seasons of comfort. There are seasons where you're kind of just chilling, where you're allowing yourself to sort of take in the things, the accomplishments that you've done, and you're really sitting with that and you're like just enjoying it, right? It's kind of like when you have worked really hard and you go on a vacation, like on your vacation, you don't want to be like, okay, how can I work harder for the next vacation? You want to sit and you want to bask in the moment and enjoy the vacation. But at the same time, this question is speaking to the areas where you feel that you've sort of been stagnant for a long time. If there's a specific area where you really want to achieve growth, but for some reason you notice that growth hasn't been achieved, um, you've been putting it off or whatever the case may be, ask yourself where you feel stagnant again and how can you create a goal that's going to allow you to pick up some action there, pick up some movement, create some sort of like fast forward or not even fast forward, but some sort of forward movement in that section of your life. And the last question you want to ask yourself is what are some results I would like to see at the end of the month? And how can I work backwards to create goals around this? So this is sort of like going into the month, setting an intention, right? So asking yourself, what is my intention for how I want to feel? What is my intention for what I want to experience? What is my intention for just sort of the energy that I want to carry throughout the month and finish the month with? Maybe for you, it's an energy of like relaxation. Maybe for you, you're really wanting to pick up speed. You want to tap into sort of that go-getter Mars, Aries energy, and you want to pull a little fire under your butt. Whatever it may be in terms of what you want to see, what you want to, you know, experience, what you want to intentionally tap into for the month, allow yourself to set some goals around that. And then just kind of work backwards from there. See if they feel good. See if they feel like they're going to push you in that direction of creating that experience, of creating that result, of creating that intention for the month. So you guys, I hope you thoroughly enjoyed this episode. This has been such a fun one for me to record. I love that we just break down goals in this way. And I want you guys to come find me on Instagram. Let me know if you do goal setting and if you do goal setting this way or if you do goal setting another way. And if this explanation of goals and goal setting has been helpful for you guys. I am going to go and read. I have a new book that I'm reading. I think I want to do a couple like maybe book clubby episodes or book club recaps in some of the episodes coming up. Let me know if you guys would enjoy that because I've been reading so much and there are so many books that I'm like literally wanting to recommend to you guys all the time. I do it on Instagram. I do like, um, I have a, a highlight on my Instagram called Book Club. So if you're into mysteries, if you're into thrillers, if you're into psychological thrillers, like that's literally the, the like genre that I have tapped into. Okay, girl, psychological thriller fiction. If you're into that sort of stuff, go onto my Instagram at The Manifest Daily. Go onto the highlight like 
called Book Club and tap through that highlight. You are going to find so many awesome book ideas. I just finished one called My Lovely Wife and oh, it was so, so, so good. Highly recommend that one. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I can't wait to chat in the next one. Go ahead and like I said, check out the show notes for any information that you would need. I have some free downloads down below. So for my scripting ebook, my uh, free resource library, if you go into the free resource library, you'll find three different resources that you can use for scripting, visualization, creating a mobile vision board, and also for creating your full and new moon ritual. So make sure you guys download that if you haven't already. And I will chat with you guys in the very next episode of manifest daily bye my loves okay so i know today's episode was juicy if you liked today's episode make sure to leave a review on itunes subscribe to the show or share manifest daily with a friend or on social media if you do share on social media don't forget to tag me at the manifest daily and if you want even more of the manifest daily spiritual and wellness tea head over to www.themanifestdaily.com it's also linked in the show notes where you can learn all about our new membership take a free tour or enroll in an annual or month-to-month subscription today thank you again for being here i appreciate you and i will chat with you guys in the very next episode bye Hi, my love. I hope you're enjoying Manifest Daily, whether this is your second or your 22nd episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you really love this show, I would appreciate it if you could do me a huge favor by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourself. And like I said, I would be super grateful for you to leave that five-star review. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this amazing amazing and growing podcast community. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode.